already know who it is. We're your two hosts. I'm Sean, a.k.a. Every Shot Counts. And I'm John, a.k.a. Juan Norte. And this is Porchlight Talks. I gotta get it while they're getting good. Get us out the hood. I'm tired of the landlord tripping on the so, where the hell did you get the name Every Shot Counts? Because I feel like I've heard someone maybe call you that before. Yeah, I didn't just make that up. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, we used to go play basketball? <laughs> every night? Every at some morning? church that you found? Yeah. Yep. Was this the think, one you had to wear pants? Or no. was this another one? This <laughs> <laughs> is a different one. We were still in college, but uh, it was okay. like towards the end of my last year. Okay. So, I actually don't think you were there this night. I think we played, like, what, every Wednesday? So I played a lot then, but yeah, definitely played every Wednesday. So, this one time you weren't there, but another one of our friends was. Okay. And there wasn't as many people playing that time, so they ran full court. Oh, nice. And I was being a little too serious. <laughs> No fights or anything. It was like mean mugging guys. They like get a rebound over and then put it back. Do you ever flex get on off anyone? Me. Oh yeah, <laughs> and one with my face. I definitely flexed on them. Like so, these guys on the sideline little, were just little narrating. bodies. Yeah, these guys on the sideline were narrating everything, and they were like, "Every shot counts." <laughs> well, I mean, so that's the way to play. Like that's how you played I know, in I just, soccer, in basketball. That's what they say, MJ, Kobe, me. Oh, you're so, in that list? Yeah, number three. I right? didn't you know, realize you, know. you were number three on the list. Yeah. I probably would have given I would have put you at eight. <laughs> I thought it would be at least like Jordan, LeBron. You're better than Curry, so I wouldn't even put Curry ahead <laughs> of you. <laughs> Your shot's better. Oh, yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah, like he has in the gym range, you have in the world range. Yeah, I mean, and some have said even galaxy range well yeah i'm surprised you haven't been put on a a marvel movie yet with your super abilities basketball man (laughs) with a cape would you wear a cape if you were a like a basketball superhero or would you just like try to rock like a basketball probably not i mean i don't even like wearing like under armor half the time (laughs) i don't like wearing underwear half the time (laughs) (laughs) couldn't imagine that so you remember that one time we went and played uh i think it was at barwell road in Gorner. And yes. I grabbed a rebound. You're talking about flexing on people. You literally flexed. Yeah, I literally. So I grabbed this rebound, and this was when I was working out at the time and playing basketball often. You were huge. So I was just, yeah, it's like 240 and God. pretty fast and athletic as far as like my movements. Um, definitely a street basketball player, not like organized. But uh, sure. the, the kid, he's like probably like six foot, maybe if that. And he probably weighed 160 pounds soaking wet. Remember, he tried to grab the rebound. Uh, from me and I I, swung it away from him and he went flying (laughs) on the ground and I passed it and then turned to him and and put my like I did like a bodybuilder double bicep pose to him and everybody in in like the gym went crazy basically yeah so I I wasn't even (laughs) playing in this game but everyone was like what he just flexed on (laughs) The cool thing is, is I did that to the guy, um, and you just never know how people are going to take that. So, like, 
I could have done that. He could have gotten up and been really pissed and try to start something. Yeah, everybody was kind of cool. For exactly. That's why I was like, it was it was awesome because <laughs> at the end of the game, I like got more respect because I I did that. Sure. Even the guy came up to me and dapped me up. He's like, I won't be grabbing a rebound again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you you and DT and Ricky both can't grab rebounds off of me. <laughs> Not to get too far off track, yeah. but we did bring the ringers. Oh, a hundred percent of the time. Your your uh your two brothers who you were mentoring from the teen center, and <sighs> one of them caught an alley on top of a guy. Shadrick. He was like sixteen. Shadrick, sixteen years Jammed old. on him. It was pretty was, sick. Was playing travel ball for a little bit. Um, got kicked off the the JV team because of getting in trouble. So we, right. I remember that we brought him up there. We were not playing, but they were playing on like the second yeah. kids court. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we heard like a thunderstorm, like we just sounded. Well, we like, were behind the goal. Do you remember that? Oh god! So he no. threw the point guard through the pass, and I'm like, "What is he doing?" And then Chaudhry came out of nowhere, and boom! One handed <laughs> it on top of that guy. Yeah. And this was a grown man he was playing against yes, it too. Was. It was it was impressive, I was but like, damn, it was never meant for basketball. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I've never been able to do anything like that. But keeping on the basketball uh, topic. Yeah, we're going to go a little different today. Yeah, we've had a good conversation, and I think we've enjoyed reliving our basketball and nostalgia and memories through the last dance. Um, I would say you've probably done a better job reliving those and going back and and looking at uh, the old videos of the basketball players. Yeah, I'm just living on YouTube. Yeah, well, it's it's a perfect place to grab uh, a bunch of content and just keep yourself entertained, but... I think we had a really good idea on what we're moving forward for, I guess, this episode and, and potentially like further episodes. We're going to talk about our top 10 list. Yeah. So um, you had sent me, ESPN did it. Yes. Recently, and maybe it, three weeks ago, I sent you yeah, something. So mm-hmm. you sent me ESPN's top 10. Yep. So do you have that? I do. Okay. It's the same list that I sent you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you I don't mind. I actually looked up the top 15, so we can kind of get an idea of like who's on the outside looking in. So okay. They have uh, one, Michael Jordan, two, LeBron, yep. three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, four, Bill Russell, five, Magic Johnson, six, okay. Wilt Chamberlain, seven, Larry Bird, eight, Tim Duncan, okay. nine, Kobe, okay. ten, Shaq. Okay. Hold on. There's one I missed. Uh, we got Michael, LeBron, Kareem, Bill, Magic... Wilt. Wilt, the stilt. Okay. And then you got Larry, Tim, Kobe, Shaq. Right. This is what ESPN recently released, right? Right. And they okay. give you kind of an idea of like who's on the outside looking in. So the next five are Oscar Robertson, Hakeem okay. Olajuwon, okay. Steph Curry. Ooh. Okay. Durant. Really? And Dr. J. Durant sitting on the outside? Yes, sir. Number 14. Mr. Sellout himself? Please. Okay. Come on, man. Like... I, I can't be mad at them. Like, get paid, go do your thing, because a business is going to cut you no matter what. They're going to sure. look out for themselves. But we can talk about Durant later. But I'm just, I'm a little surprised he's that are close. Are you surprised on that, that they have Curry ahead of him? Yes. I am. Too. Why are we so reluctant to like think Curry? Because he like looks amazing. a certain way. He so just doesn't he look past, dominant. Yeah. Can he? That, okay. That's how I feel. Can we ever like get past it? Because he's obviously changed the game. Well, I think we did to a certain extent when he was able to grow a beard. <laughs> See, it's like, and I, and I know that sounds funny, but 
it was it's very similar to I think I was describing Jordan and Jordan went from being kind of that little boy right. to now grown mannish and he looks yes more dominant physically. I don't know if Curry will ever get to that point. I just think genetically no, think he so. just looks this way. But the great thing about Curry is his body might not look so man, you know, dominant or magnificent. His shooting ability is the reason why he's right. So I mean, he's not as good as you. We've already made like that point. Sure, but you're if he's the second best shooter of all time, who's behind first? me? Oh behind, yeah, behind me. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, he should be on the outside looking in. All right, for real, he is the best shooter of all time, hands down. I thought Reggie Miller was, or maybe uh, Ray Allen. Um, Ray Allen is definitely. I would. God, do you remember he's Michael Reed? think it was red red Red. uh, milwaukee yes he was a pretty decent shooter for what i remember like just set shooter and you got your antoine walker remember for the celtics just a set shooter shooter he just shot he's a set shooter (laughs) i think i'm more like thinking people who are shooters for their majority of their game like antoine walker was a shooter he didn't really create his own shot that's the cool thing about curry though he could hit the the damian logo three god right but then he could also put the ball on a on a string get yeah, you going so one direction and then do it you know go to the rack finish pass so is he the does he have the best or handles he, or is it Kyrie? right now or ever who has a well okay let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah. who is the best right now handles yes chris paul chris paul yeah over Kyrie and uh steph in my opinion i love Chris Paul just does not showcase what he can do. Chris Paul has the ball on a string. All right. I was it's obsessed. It's insane how was, good he is. You always made fun of me. I was obsessed with Chris Paul for like a three-year stretch. Well, screw him. He kicked my guy Julius Hodge in the balls in college. <laughs> like that was Remember, he punched him? Yeah. He has a problem with hitting people in the nuts. It's like Grayson Allen and tripping people at Duke. It's He's just a an issue. He's a dirty player, right? Well, I don't, yeah, I would call him a dirty player. But there's just that switch in these athletes' mind that they've got to do whatever they can to win. So if right. that means they're dirty or playing bur- burly. I guess maybe he's more on the tougher side than dirty. Yeah. But it can cross over. So he's not dirty like pa- – I think Pat Beverly's a dirty player if we're going to like okay. try to define like dirty. But anyways, yeah, I'm surprised Curry is, is sitting um, – that close, but it's just because he, again, he just doesn't have that physical look of dominance. Honestly, Clay looks more dominant physically than than yeah, Curry does. He does. I love how Clay plays. Oh, Clay's Clay will drop thirty three point points on you and only dribble the ball four times. But <laughs> it's so nuts. That's that shout out to him. It's a bigger shout out, I think, to Steve Kerr and how they operate that that offense. Well, he unlocked them. Yeah, you. Mark Jackson brought him in. Right. And, and he, then, he called them what they were, the best yes. shooting tandem yes. ever. Well, he knew what well, was dude, going. let him shoot. Yeah, why was he? He was trying to get him to play defense. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Their defense was better when he left because their offense was, was rolling. You couldn't stop them. Yeah. So th- you you typically in a basketball game, your defense will get set up after you score. So you give yourself a better chance of manipulating the offense when you're playing defense, if you score on your possession. And that's what made Golden State so scary is because they would score in bunches. And it's like, how do you recover from that? 
But not only that, they did focus on defense and rebounding in the small things versus let's compare them to the high-octane offense of Houston Rockets. Right. All they do is gun and shoot. They do none of the other smaller things. Right. So Steve Kerr definitely unlocked that, and he couldn't have got two better players to help him find yeah. like that, that road and that team. And then you add the sellout. KD. I'm just kidding. I won't say it anymore. <laughs> I promise. Uh, yeah, at him. And I mean, like you said, best team in history, best record. I think that too. 16, so, 17 Warriors. Yeah, they were, man. Yeah. They were good. Lost you, one game in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, they, I mean, they were really good. <sighs> you have a seven foot Durant. Yeah. Just add to your team. And you got a. Who, I mean, 10 time, time All Star and Andrea Godala, <sighs> who plays both sides of the court. Coming he's off a, the bench. So, yeah, he's your poor man, Paul George. Yeah. Type situation. Oh, okay, interesting. Something like that, you know. Play both sides. So, But, yeah, going back to the top ten, I was really surprised um, to see that Kareem was ahead of, of Bill. Oh, you were? Well, yeah. I mean, I think Bill's better than Kareem. I don't have a lot of respect for Bill, and I think we're going to well, talk about this. Well, hey, this, let's but not jump the gun. Yeah, let's we're not. Stop. So we did our own top ten. Yeah, I want to hear yours first. Um, okay. I haven't really finished building mine out. I think I can give you my top five. I don't know if I have a lot of information on why, mm. but I would love to. I want to hear like your thoughts. Okay. I'm sure I could guess your top three. Okay. Maybe. What's my top three? Top three without looking. Okay. okay. Jordan number one. Okay. LeBron number two. Okay. Number three is Tim Duncan. Oh, no. Three? I don't know. Like, uh, okay, I'll read the rest. So read, you read have the, t- the top two, right? Yeah, well, MJ, that's LeBron. The, I don't know any other list that starts out any other like way. Some of the ex players I've been seeing are. Really? They're throwing hard shade at LeBron right now. What? Like Jalen had him like number five or six. Other guys aren't putting him <laughs> in the top five. See the, like, that guys, come on. This last dance doc is is now starting to skew it's a gift people's and a curse. Per- yeah, it's starting to screw people's perception up and it's I don't like that. There's nothing going on. They it, have to just yes. ruin it for everybody. Everyone. Yep. Yep. We have to create <laughs> oh, another these story. Guys are uh, saying uh, things about MJ. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And guess what? It has no effect on LeBron either. He does, and I don't think LeBron cares. LeBron's no. mentality is different than Jordan's mentality. So dumb. It doesn't but, take away. Yeah, I'm surprised. It just showed Le- Michael was the best. I'm really surprised Jalen would would drop. LeBron to I think five. He did. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. I well, saw somewhere around some in there. Okay. So you got who is your third? Okay. So I got Kareem at number three. Okay. Number four, Magic Johnson. Oh, okay. Number five, Larry Bird. Okay. Number six, Bill Russell. Okay. Seven, Kobe. Mm. Eight, Tim Duncan. Okay. Nine, Shaq. Mm-hmm. Ten, Akeem Olajuwon. Okay, so you... This is not how I thought my top 10 list would look when I sat down to do it. You got Tim at the same spot as ESPN, I, I think. Do. Okay. So, you were talking about Bo huh. Russell. Yeah. And we've always had this argument. That's yeah. why I was surprised you said that he, you thought he was better than Kareem. Well, maybe I'm getting it mixed up at this point. 
I think I am. I think Kareem is historically underrated. Why do you think that? Because he was the best player in kind of two different eras. Because he okay. came up with Milwaukee earlier in his career, and he won an MVP, and I believe he did as well. Well, he's won a lot of MVPs. Yeah. But, I, I mean, he was up. awesome on the Lakers, obviously. And that was kind of in the second half of his career. And he played a really long time. Yeah. Let me get – I'll get you some of his stuff pulled up real quick. He is the all-time leading scorer, right? That's what I'm trying we to probably find probably should quick. have had that. Yeah. Sorry, so, Trey. So, <laughs> so, Bill Russell, we've always had this argument. Yeah. So, tell me why. Why are you so hard on Bill Russell? Well, he, and I think he came up in a time in the NBA where we were not given the the best talent. Okay. I think because of the way our society was being ran, obviously minorities were not given a chance to play or be a part of the same um well i mean things in a way sure yeah but there so are probably a lot of guys that. that went unnoticed and then you got i feel like bill was just a giant among average men like us so the only counter argument to that is he played at the same time as will chamberlain and i started looking that up and will and i looked up like average height because i thought the average height of the nba in the 50s and 60s was probably going to be around six foot six it's not the average height oh, yeah, for no. a center was six ten okay I mean, six that's, nine six ten so it's yeah. actually taller than i thought i just think the what way the, the game right about the same okay go ahead if anything uh i think nba players are uh becoming heavier Yes. So the weight is becoming. So let's go back to Kareem real quick um, with his stats. I want to give you that. Um, Accolades. He was rookie of the year. He was all rookie selection. 19 times all-star selection. 15 times all NBA selection. 11 all defensive selection. Oh, my God. Total rebound league leader from 75 to 76. Two-time scoring league leader. Four-time block shot league leader, six-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, six-time MVP, league MVP, and then he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he has the most MVPs. Check this out. His career uh, playoffs and final stats are right around 24 points a game. He was shooting 55% from the field, averaging three assists a game. His rebounds were double digits. He was 10 to 11 rebounds a game. And then he's getting one steal a game with two point three, you know, two point six blocks, three, Whoa, three blocks. That's a lot of blocks. It's a lot of blocks. I think he could average more. Yeah. If you would, if the defense is would have been manipulated a little bit to where he would have had access to trail people or on pick and roll screens coming off, because okay. a lot of those those like defensive schemes didn't come along until your 80s and, and 90s where coaches were starting to yeah. dig in, hence the Phil Jackson triangle offense. Like sure. that was yeah. something that came along. That's in, that's incredible. I mean, if Kareem was playing in today's league, he would have to learn how to shoot. That's, like no, a, no way. He had the most unstoppable shot of all time. The, the, the sky, sky hook. hook. And no one can do it. Can I tell you something? What? My dad is five foot seven, maybe eight with work boots on. Okay. He has done the sky hook his entire life. 
That's how he shoots a basketball. That's so funny. We played horse. He would beat me all the time because he would say, I'm doing a hook. He would be 15 to 20 foot out from the goal and could just My dad did stuff nail like it. <laughs> I guarantee you, though, when I got the 14 and I was over six foot, I beat that shot down to the ground. Well, sure. One time I hit it, hit, hit it so hard, the ball, when he shot it, it broke the window in the garage. And I got in trouble for blocking him and breaking the window. I think he was more upset for blocking him. <laughs> Probably. You hurt his ego. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but he loved the hook shot. And being so short, he was able to get it off at a high like peak. Right. So Kareem. Kareem is tall as hell. He's tall as shit. <laughs> so his, let's, let's think about his wingspan. He's probably, at least when he jumps, 12 to 13, 14 foot in the air once he. Right. And he can put his leading arm out. out. So he just creates space and it. He, Everyone knew it was coming, and it yeah. never was stopped. Well, I think it be it could be stopped now. I okay, I do because if you, How I think if you, I think if you break down um, game film on uh-huh. the guy enough, I think you can come up with a, a, a strategy. Sure, but that's to, not the only thing he had, though. You know. Yeah, you're right. That's why I think he would he would add um, to his arsenal if he played. Yeah. See, these guys, anybody that we talk about on this list, I think can transcend to any uh, era of the league because I think they're competitors. They rise to the occasion. Right. They rise to the competition. And so, if say Kareem came into the league in the 90s and, and 2000s, I still think he would have been dominant because he was just built that way. And probably the same thing for Bill Russell. I just don't like the guy. I don't like anything about his game or... Okay, so... I'm glad you brought it back to Bill Russell. Yeah, so I've that's always who we're talking about. So ranked him pretty high. This is actually way lower than I thought. I was trying to. I was surprised when when you gave him. I was trying to be fair because a lot of people six. who argue against Bill Russell, like yourself, are like, "Well, he can never play now. He's too short." Blah blah blah. But look, man, th- what is he, six nine? So I looked it up. Why couldn't he be a stretch four? In the, today's game, like coming up the same way with advantages, didn't you say he could run the he could run the floor? He was like the first big man who ran the floor. They didn't even really keep that's, rebound stats. He was getting impressive. like twenty boards a game, and he always beat Will. He always uh, beat Will. And who, he won eight straight championships. I know that the league was very small, but eight straight championships is insane. Yeah, so let's read off. I want to read off. We just heard Kareem's stats. I want to read off Bill's real quick, and let's just let's kind of deep dive into Bill because, again, I'm just not convinced that he would be. You got him in your you got him in your six slot, so I'd probably keep him in my top ten. So I'd, I'm going to have him in between the six and the ten. I wouldn't well, put him in my top five. Do you have your five. list? I don't, but my top okay. my top two would be uh, Michael LeBron. Kareem, Kobe. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> that's just because I love Kobe. I, I can't do that. That's that's not fair. Just off personal Look, man, bias. You're not but. the only. But I've seen Kobe on some people's top five lists. Let's talk about this real quick. This is Bill Russell. Yep, Bill okay. Russell. Most championships in NBA history with eleven. In how many seasons? Twelve. Thirteen. In fact, he only failed to win a championship in two of his thirteen seasons. There you go. And he was a coach player in one of them. Come mm. on. I know. It's a okay. different time. Winning the NCAA championship twice. I didn't even know that. So he's he's right. two-time NCAA champion. Where did he go to school? Does it say? It doesn't say. 
He also won a gold medal for the U.S. in 1956 Summer Olympics. So that would have been when he was in college, right? Because I don't think they yeah. did pros. Yeah, they didn't do pros until the Dream Team, right? Or I think that's right. right. Or, yeah. yeah, they were just talking about that. Let's see. Um, 12-time All-Star selection, 11-time NBA all, or All-NBA selection, 1968 and 1969 All-Defensive selection, four times total rebound league MVP, five times league MVP, Whoa, that's pretty good. Yeah. And 11 times NBA champion, Hall of Famer. So you said he had the rebounding title, what, once or twice? Yeah. So that I think they just started recording uh, rebounding stats like later in his career. So he would have probably had a lot more of those titles as well. <laughs> While not in the NBA, Russell had an incredible feat during college when he led the San Francisco Dons to their second NCAA championship in a row. On March 24th, 1956, Russell led his team to defeat Iowa 83-71. He did what no one had done before. He recorded a double-triple-double. Russell scored 26 points, 27 rebounds, 20 blocks. What the hell kind of stats? are? I just got goosebumps reading that. Holy cow. That's insane. This would go down unofficially because block shots w- were not considered a recorded stat oh at that time. Still one of the most dominant performances of all time. His stats, 15, 16 points. He averaged right around 50% um, from the field. Assist right around five. Rebounds, these are Andre Drummond numbers, but better. 25 rebounds oh my God. in the finals. And we do not have any information on steals and blocks. I know. That's what I might be changing. I think I'm changing my my view on this guy the more so, and more I'm looking at it. So that's why Damn. this was so hard for me to rank because I get your argument. I totally get it. Like from what you've said before. Wow. He did play in a different era. But I have him at six because I feel like he's the ultimate winner of all time. He was the best player in his era, right? Yeah, but you could argue that the five I have ahead of him were also the player of their eras, or they shared it with the person who's maybe one below or one higher. So like like MJ obviously dominated his era. LeBron dominated his era. Yeah. Kareem, yeah, Magic and Larry kind of shared that shared the era. So, so we got then Will you got and Bill. Bill. Yep. So then after that, you kind of have guys who were in and out of the of the best player of the era. So I feel yeah. like if you're the best player of an era, like yeah. it is undisputable, you have to be up there. I okay, I guys. like that argument. I agree with you with that. You have people that are comparable on this. And you got Kobe and Shaq on here with Tim. So those are all three that go in and out with right. that. Um Check this Bill Russell stat out. Game 7, 1962, the Celtics faced the Los Angeles Lakers in a tough series. At one point, the Lakers led the series 3-2, to two, but the Celtics didn't quit. Final game of the series, Russell led the Celtics to overcome the Lakers, winning his fourth ring. He had, Russell, had 30 points <laughs> and 40 rebounds. What? 40? 40 rebounds. Who was his opponent? Will. Will- 40 yeah. rebounds. Get out of here, people. Come on. So do you think that was because he just outworked the guy or bo- boxing out technique or just a better overall player? Or they say that he it. mind-tricked Will all the time. Like talk, like mailman doesn't deliver on Sunday, Pippin to Malone? Mind-trick him? It's disputable that Will may have been the better actual player. 
but Bill would always kind of psych him out and ha- and Will like wouldn't give his like a hundred percent. It's really weird. Like if you go back and read some things, like he always kind of mind tricked him. Well, that's what, so I think that's how you get some of these top players right here is because everybody on this list is an amazing mind game player. Absolutely. These are some of the best shit talkers ever in the history of the NBA are on this list. Yeah, number Larry. one. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, Larry might be number one just because it was ruthless. And it was coming from a white dude with goofy-ass hair and a mustache. Oh, he did have the mustache for a little bit. Oh, he looked awful. He, he was ridiculous. Ball. But, so, yeah, that's just the mindset these guys have, right? They're well, just ruthless people. They're savages. Tim, Tim was a savage. Tim was a quiet, dirty player. If you watch a lot of his... Um, uh-huh. Uh, replays and and things. He he grabs shorts underneath. He grabs jerseys through picks. Yeah. And and the down low when when he's got a guy on his back, he steps on uh one of the like defender's foot to create like an off balance type situation. Oh, interesting. So yeah, T- Timmy D is a is a silent uh like burly player on this list. But so one last stat on Russell. Okay. Ten and zero in game sevens. Yeah, that's, that's so you're convincing winner. me. I mean, he's this is he this to tough to beat as he's a legend. And the fact that they they can't officially like talk about what he did. I know because it sucks. Of stats. I just they think he averaged right around eight blocks a game. Oh my god! <laughs> so I just an unofficial list claims Russell averaged eight blocks a game in his career. Whoa. Wow. I think JaVale McGee was killing it two years ago, and he was averaging like three. When Dwight Howard was at his prime, I think he was at four or something with Orlando. So imagine like eight a game. See, that's what makes me wonder. Was the game just so inferior that they just couldn't make a shot and they were too scared so they would just go to the basket no one was doing fast breaks they weren't really doing like dunking either at this time it was like all like two-handed layups and double oh, dribbling there was dunks in there uh, they were probably shooting um, I mean, underhanded it's definitely a different game <laughs> shut up <laughs> it was what an 18 16 league so yeah, it's small but you could argue that the talent would be better because it's just less people so you're getting the best of the best at the time I mean, yeah, but are you? Because it's being filtered at such a young age due to societal constraints. Yeah, that I mean, that's true. These are all these are all just like points that I take into consideration right. when I think about Bill. And I should honestly, if I have that type of attitude and mentality, I should take that into even like the Jordan era, Absolutely. where the dribbling was nowhere near as good. I mean, these those guys could dribble. Don't get me wrong; they could they can't they can't do the sham god. They right. they damn sure could barely do a crossover like when Allen Iverson hit Jordan with that one in the the All Star game. Yeah, I mean, was it the, no? He did it in. A was it a game game? game? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it was before Iverson had his. He had I think his corn rolls, but they were like baby rolls. Yeah, they had no hang time in the back. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got to have that mindset if. I'm going to put that on Bill. I got to have the same kind of expectation for Jordan Pippen and all these other guys uh, versus today's league. Right. But I mean, that's why all time lists are so hard because it's tough to do. You really can't. It's hard to compare eras. Yeah. So I have to kind of judge it on what they did in their time. And he, I agree with that now. 
I'm, I'm, I'm liking the more and more we have this conversation. And I think we've talked about this for at least a decade now, at least <laughs> we've talked about this, um, almost every month. No, I'm just <laughs> so to kind of move on from Bill Russell. Okay. So I have, this was the hardest part for me. It was determining who was better out of Kobe and Tim Duncan. Yeah. This has always been, these are interchangeable. It, I was doing my list last night. I, for an hour, was just doing research, and I flip-flopped twice. So I ultimately had Kobe over Duncan, but if you have Seven, the other eight. way, like, yeah. whatever, it's fine. because and ESPN so has arguments. them on 8-9. So you got Tim, 8, Kobe, 9, and then on your list, you have Kobe, 7, Tim, 8. Right. So to okay. just name, like, a couple of stats that I thought were important. Yeah. So Kobe has one MVP, yep. one regular season MVP, mm-hmm. two finals MVPs. Okay. Timmy has two regular League. season MVPs, three, three finals MVPs. Yep. He's also a five-time NBA champion, 15-time all-defensive player selection. Right. 15-time all-star selection. Right. And he was rookie of the year. Yes. So Kobe was what? 18 time All-Star? 18 time All-Star. Also All-Star. five rings. Yep. I can get you Kobe's stats. So uh, there's He stats. was all rookie selection. He didn't win. He was 18 right. 18 All-Star selection. He's second all-time. Kobe is for All-Star selection. Okay. Behind Kareem. Yeah. Wow. Then you got a 12-time All-Defensive selection in Kobe, two-time scoring champion. That's a good one. 12-time defensive team. Yes. Okay. 2007-2008, most valuable player. He should have gotten one more, in my opinion. 2000, or He's got five-time NBA, and then he was a two-time NBA, uh, Finals MVP as right. well. Right. So the stat that ultimately gave me the reasoning to put Kobe over Tim me at okay. the end, yep. Tim Duncan. Was that he died in a helicopter crash? <laughs> no. Oh. It was because... Kobe won three titles in a row and then two in a row later. And Timmy never repeated. And going head to head, Kobe was four and two. Hold on. Tim never. He never. The Spurs never repeated? No. They took like years off. They'd win, be really good. And then. Right. So they they won in 99. Then the Lakers won three in a row. Then then the Spurs won again. So they kind of bookended that mini uh, dynasty. Yep. And then Kobe kind of rebuilt his career, came up, and then won two titles in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of later in his career. I mean, he was still sort of young because he came straight from high school. But ultimately, to me, Kobe's greatness pushed them to be able to repeat as champions. Yes. Where Tim was amazing. He is the best power forward ever. He definitely is. Mr. Fundamental. Or right. the big fundamental, sorry. And if you have him over Kobe, that's cool because I can totally agree No, it's, with that. it's cool with Sean. It's not cool with John. Well, we all know that. But <laughs> to me, the repeat champions puts Kobe over the top. Yeah. I mean, in my list, I'm putting, putting Kobe Because it's so ahead, hard to do. Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, look at you look at all these great players. Let's, let's maybe uh, compare it to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. They won, what, early 2000s? Took some time off. Let your Pittsburgh Steelers get a couple wins in there. Yeah. 
and then they came back and do you know that there was a debate at one point who's better Roethlisberger or Brady because they had like what I think Brady had three titles <laughs> Roethlisberger just had two ain't nobody like, compared hell yeah Roethlisberger's better <laughs> no way yeah he's better at drinking <laughs> Tom sucks <laughs> yeah that didn't uh, pan out oh man <clears throat> so yeah Kobe I mean Kobe was was great yeah, to me, I just couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't put Tim Duncan as the seventh best player of all time. He just never seemed like a superstar, even though he was. He totally was. He just was not flashy. Where Kobe was like a, he just was a legend, right? It goes back to the way we were talking about with Curry. It is. It's weird. I don't know. Tim doesn't have that look. Timmy just. I don't even know what his voice sounds like. <laughs> he would always make me mad because he just was so he, he was looked, so good but it just wasn't fun to watch to he me. looks like a dr seuss character to me like that's he would live in whoville <laughs> that's what i thought but a lot of like so a lot of these these successes we're talking about is because of the system they're in um sure i mean look duncan shit. sustained success forever yeah he they also had the system and then you had the, right. uh the admiral who was your mentor? David Robinson. Yeah, yep. David. I mean, you're getting mentored by a Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, a big he's man. Hall of Fame. Who I think uh, the Admiral David Robinson was in the military. I forget what branch, Navy maybe. Yeah, he came from Navy. Yeah, so like he's just a very disciplined person. Then you add in Tim Duncan, who was already disciplined and it's sort of a weird bird. In general, like in college and then coming into leaves, not very vocal or flashy, like you were saying. Yeah. But his game was solid. I remember I remember him probably being the first basketball player effectively using the backboard off of a shot. That's so true. Now it could have happened prior, but I as far as like my memory as a kid, Mm -hmm. I know that I was like, oh damn, I need to do bank shots like Tim Duncan. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, he is, he's definitely a throwback for yeah, sure. He, he was awesome. The, the way he was able to utilize his, the angles on the, the board. And then the fact that he could grab rebounds and get four inches off the ground. He could, he could barely jump at, at he's yeah. not athletic. So his ability to, to protect the paint and also grab rebounds just made him a very effective big man. And then his court vision. You bring in Tony Parker with Mono Ginobili, yeah. Get out of here, and then you add a young Kawhi Leonard, right? Get out. I mean, he definitely had the best foundation around him. Pop. I mean, you can't. Avery punish. Johnson was helping him out. Yeah. Well, they, those teams were really, really good. But I feel like you can't punish Tonkin for that. You know, you can't. No, because in a way, not. you could argue, well, Kobe had that, but he fucked it up. But just to me. Going back and forth in my current mind state right now, I would have Kobe over him. Yeah, I mean, I like that. So, so you, uh, why why do you, some people say Kobe's the best Laker of all time? Why is Magic ahead of Kobe? Because Magic I has. Think, can we look at Magic? Does he have stats? one more title? Maybe. I'm about to pull it up right now. He's a five-time NBA champion. Is it Magic? Magic is. I think he's been to more finals. He's three-time finals MVP. He's a three-time league MVP. So there's two more than Kobe. Right. 
He's a four-time total assist. He's also the best point guard of all time, so I feel like you have to put him ahead just because Kobe wasn't the best at his position. Yeah, I mean, coming behind you and Jordan is not the best scenario for anyone who wants to play basketball. Sure. But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, let's see. Matt, do you want to hear a cool story about uh, Magic? Yes, because I got a Larry Bird one after. Okay. Yeah, the final game of Magic Johnson's rookie year put him on the biggest stage and the biggest moment. Not only did Magic have the opportunity to win a championship in Game 6 of 1980's finals, he had to do it without his superstar, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep. Jabbar was injured. Center Spencer Haywood was suspended. With the two big men sidelined, Magic was forced to play the three positions in a championship-clinching game. This is LeBron-ish. Wait, he's so... I always heard the story as he just played center. He played three positions? Played three, forced to play three positions in a championship game, point guard, forward, and center. Magic showed that he was able to for, be a force in the league for years, scoring 42 points, grabbing 15 rebounds, and dishing out seven assists. Yeah. Get out of here. A as a rookie. To win. Yeah, he's amazing. He won the finals MVP award as a rookie while earning his first ring in the process. Ooh. And playing three positions. Okay. Yeah, Crazy. that's that's impressive. That's, amazing. that's dominating. And he was like the first big point guard. Yeah, he was he was he's Ben Simmons. Oh, I never thought of that. About the fact that he was like a bigger point guard. I don't yeah, know, I mean, they, I guess he's bigger. I always thought Matt well at first, I always thought LeBron and Magic were the same because LeBron mm, yeah. can play all positions, not just three. Like LeBron can bring the ball up, he can facilitate, he can shoot, he can create, he can play doors back to the rim, he can guard a, a seven footer. Yeah. So, um, but n- like now, I think watching Magic Magic's game, he definitely shot more than. Uh, yeah, but he was not ben. a great shooter. Either. Exactly. Like he didn't shoot the three. So that's why I kind of compared it to to Ben, um, to that certain extent. I think that's a actually a pretty good comparison. I mean, obviously Ben Simmons is not as good as Magic, but the, their style of game is maybe similar. Yeah, I mean, I I think so, just to my eye. So, who else? You you have anybody else on your list that you put a lot of like thought into? Other than I know you said you went back and forth with Tim, Kobe, yeah, the Bill so thing. I have Larry Bird at number five. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. He's right after Magic. To me, those two have to be ranked together. Why? Because they were just one and two of their era. They changed the game. Okay. I mean, they kind of saved the NBA when they came into the league, but I actually have a story on Larry Bird that my dad told me last week. Okay. Uh, So, first of all, (laughs) some background. My parents uh, used to live in Hartford, Connecticut, Mm -hmm. so they always were watching the Celtics when Larry played. Okay. And my dad said something about they would play like three home games a year in Hartford, so they would go and watch him. Really? <laughs> yeah. But to go back even further... Why would they play three home games in Hartford? Well, Hartford, I guess, is pretty close, and they're, they have a pretty good uh, fan base there because it's okay. so close to Massachusetts. It's kind of like you either okay. root for New York or Boston there. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So to go back even further, when Larry was in college, uh, my dad said Indiana, Indiana State. State. Okay. Yep. So my dad said they always would hear him on the radio, but they went to Indiana State and nothing was ever on TV. Mm-hmm. So he said they finally put his first ever game on TV. Okay. And he dropped 49 points. This is what my dad said. He said they dropped 49 points and he may have only missed one shot. 
And this was in college or the first NBA game that he watched of them? This is his first televised collegiate game. That your dad saw? Yes. Holy crap. So I looked this game up. Okay. To see how close my dad was. Was he close? Dead on with the points. 49. 49 points. Did he miss a shot? He went 18 for 28. Oh, so he 13 of 15 from the line. No three-pointers. So oh, wow. he got 49 points. Off, off of? Yeah. Oh, and he also had... Hold on. He That's... had 19 rebounds. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Larry was bad, dude. He was awesome. Who did they play that game? Do you, know, you don't know? Wichita don't... State. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't even know they were around. I thought that was like some new expansion school. No, maybe, maybe the past the 10 years. So. <laughs> got like scarecrow as their their uh mascot oh yeah so i guess cbs put the game on i was reading like a little background i guess billy packer who's always a curmudgeon he was a curmudgeon going into this game How about know, larry what, that, what is that word You're he's just, just a hater okay <laughs> i've never he's like who's this larry guy he what sucks the what the hell was that small word? school it can't be good and then he drops 49 sounded like a candy bar he's being a curmudgeon as <laughs> <laughs> anyways so your dad did he? They end up going and seeing Bird play in Connecticut. Yeah, I guess when he was on the Celtics, they would see a, awesome. an occasional game. Are you kidding me? To be so able to cool. see those guys play, man. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Bird was one of those. So all time. You think Never you gonna got, see that. Uh, you think you got your top ten? Yeah. Ready? Yeah, I got. I got my top ten. All right, let's hear it. All right. So number one, I'm going Michael. Number two, I'm going Sean Keener. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 we can talk about it. He did really. He did really good work. It Every shot awesome. counts at the church. At the church. <laughs> at the church leagues. Uh, now MJ number one, LeBron number two, Kobe number three, Magic Ooh. number four, number five Kareem, number six Larry, number seven Tim, number eight Bill, number nine Shaq, and number number ten uh, Hakeem. Okay, so so our bottom bottom three are the same, top two are the same. Mm-hmm. Let's see, yeah, same players though. We just got them kind of jumbled up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you. I wanted to. This sounds silly. I wanted to put maybe Kawhi over Hakeem. Mm, okay, interesting. <laughs> Tell me why. Well, what Kawhi is? Let me pull up Kawhi's stats real quick. I just had them. I should have just kept it up. Um, I think that Hakeem was good, but I don't know if he was like always dominant. I think he was. Was he? So he had to go through, he, he had Shaq. So Hakeem had Shaq and Kobe. Well, they kind of peaked at the wrong time. Yeah, because he or not the wrong time. I guess he peaked at the right time because he got those two titles. He did. And Hakeem also had a thirty-three-year-old Clyde Drexler, who mm. was he was past his prime. Yeah, I mean he was three, four years past his prime. So that's another thing with him. But so going back to Kawhi, why why I like um, Kawhi on this is just because. I think he's one of those players that is going or should have crept into the top 10 already because of what he, he's done. Right. So are you surprised that ESPN 
that they don't have him over Curry and yeah, Durant. like that's ridiculous to me. Hmm. I I think it. I think Kawhi is overall like better best like. So his awards, uh, all team or all rookie team five, uh, all defensive team two NBA Finals Most Valuable Player two NBA Defensive Player of the Year three all time and seven NBA Player of the Week. How many times has he won the title? Three. Ah, shit. Yeah. Hold on. I think it's three. He won one with Toronto, and then he run, two won Spurs, two with right? Spurs, and then he was going to win one with the Clippers, supposedly. Oh, no. You don't on. think so? That team was they're so were the Lakers, freaking though. good, man. We'll see. I mean, if they continue the season. but I hope so. But, yeah, so let's just going back. MJ, LeBron. I put Kobe at three. I think if you're going to have MJ, LeBron, mm-hmm. you need to have the the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Okay. Um, so you got the father, MJ. We're going to get make Kobe the Holy Spirit, RIP. Okay. And we're going to make LeBron the son, the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting them three together. And, you, you know, it was probably um, out of me just loving Kobe and who he is as a person in his game that he was three. He should be number one on, like, my, like, personal list, but... F- for basketball purposes and being yep. a fan, he's he's number three. Okay. Um, I just could not put Magic above Kobe. I couldn't do it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, and I like how you have Magic and Larry in the same, like right near each other because <laughs> right. you're, sorry, uh, because they competed against each other. Sure. So now I'm interested to know, so you got on this list, in my list, you got Tim who competed with, Kobe, uh, he didn't mess with Jordan. I don't think he was in the league. Maybe his first year he was Who, in. Kobe? Or uh, Tim. In, Tim, I think, think, overlaps Jordan by one season. One season. Okay. So, But everybody else on the list, he played against Kobe, LeBron, and Shaq. Shaq. It's pretty good to have those like go, those guys transition with one another. Yeah. Um, and then after Magic, I got Kareem. Which I feel like I got three Lakers right there back to back, and I feel yep. bad for doing that. It's like when you take a well, multi- technically do uh, four. Oh LeBron's yeah, 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 yeah. LeBron's a Laker. Shit, yeah, but not okay, but not historically. So it's like I feel bad for doing that. It, I would compare how I feel to making this list and having all these Lakers. It's like doing a multiple choice test, and you look yeah. at your autofill, and it's like, damn, I got three Bs in a row. This next oh answer is B, That's so but I can't put B. It's not B. It can't be four Bs in a row. <laughs> but in my opinion, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing, and I put Larry above Tim because I think I think Larry. Uh, I have that too. Just dominated. And I got I got Tim above Bill because I think Tim played in a more competitive era right. and more athletic players. Then you got Bill. And I had a hard time with Shaq because Shaq might be pound for pound the most dominant physical player I've ever seen. Yeah, I would agree with that. So it's hard to leave him at, at nine. So those three championships in a row with the Lakers – have you ever seen a more just physically dominant player? He no. was amazing. He, uh, he I didn't like that Lakers team. I hated Shaq. Why? I hated Shaq because I love Kobe, and I thought oh that he was stomping on Kobe's I don't know. Those, uh, territory. those teams were so fun to watch to me. He was just amazing, and I used to get so mad when Shaq would just 
bulldoze over Rasheed Wallace and Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> and like, that's an offensive foul. You can't just lower your shoulder and go into a guy and then dunk on him. Weren't you going for the Lakers? Yes, but I wasn't because I hated Shaq. Oh, my God. I, I hated Shaq. Like, hated That's him so growing funny. up. I loved Shaq. I didn't. I thought he was just a waste of big space. But now that I, like, <laughs> I've watched and understand, like, yeah. he was amazing to be seven foot two, 200, almost 300 pounds, 285, 290, or whatever he was. Just most physically dominant player we've ever seen that size. Yeah. So we have Shaq at nine. We both have Shaq at nine. I came yeah. at 10. Yeah. Some people have that reverse, though, as well, far as head to head ranking. So head to head game, game wise, Shaq has beat Kareem more more times head to head. Hakeem? Yeah, he Shaq has beat Hakeem head to head, like playing so, each other. I guess the argument times. for Hakeem would be he did beat him head to head in the finals. Exactly. But uh, that was Shaq's four what, fourth to one? season? Yeah, they beat they him four, swept, swept him. him. Okay, so that was the uh, Orlando Penny. Yes. So that was Penny, Nick Anderson. But and they kind of <laughs> intersected their careers at different times because mm-hmm. Shaq kind of came in at the tail end. Not at the tail end, but kind of Last like, four years of Hakeem. Right, when he was reaching yeah. his peak, yeah. Hakeem was kind of going down on his. Mm-hmm. So It's like Ja Morant and all these other cats coming into the league now with LeBron sort of losing his uh, his like king luster, his shine. Right. So we know LeBron's sort of on his way out, and now like all these people are coming into the league. So that's what Shaq did. He came into the league when Hakeem was – was right there, yep. kind of finishing up, finishing up, finishing it up. Um, <laughs> now, as far as Hakeem versus Shaq, On you got time. you got two different players here. You got Shaq, who who was basically a tank. Yeah. If we're gonna compare him to something, like he is going to bulldoze you and go through the wall. And then you got Hakeem, who can go through a wall. Don't get me wrong; I think Hakeem could For go sure. through a wall. Hakeem's not going to do that. He is going to. Do the what is it the dream shake or the yeah he had so many he moved like a guard and Shaq there's a quote from Shaq actually who says that if Hakeem's got four moves in his book he's gonna have eight counter moves to those four moves so you can't ever really understand where Hakeem's head is because so, he has multiple moves within that like one sequence of of so like he might hit you with the dream shake and then get you to go to the left with it and potentially put up you know the shot to the right or he gets you in the air and then he dishes it out or he's he hasn't dribbled the ball yet back to the rim does the shake out comes from the back a down screen Mm -hmm. you get one guy going one way and then you roll off of it so but then you got Hakeem who could also shoot shoot the three who could he? I remember him oh, hitting man. corner threes occasionally, but he it was like so his spot. Now. <laughs> yeah, he would. They would utilize that now. Yeah. So I looked up Hakeem's height. They said he's seven foot. I but so. we all know they give you an inch to two inches. He looks tall though. Mm, he doesn't look as big as, as Shaq, and Shaq's seven two. That's interesting. So what I I guess if if I were gonna a build off of a franchise player and I had those two. Mm-hmm. Even though I know Shaq would probably leave me because that's just who he he he, he wanted to get paid. Gonna get, yeah, the I'm flesh. going I'm going Shaq. Yeah, I'm going Shaq because I I Pete I know Shaq. there's there's a there's a Hakeem that's been in the league after Hakeem. I've never seen another Shaq. I okay. 
Uh, so who's the next Hakeem? Probably Embiid. Mm. Maybe the most similar sense. Yeah. Hakeem, or to me, when you're describing all those moves, Anthony is Anthony Davis? Is Anthony Davis like Hakeem's full form? Damn, have we? Why is it? Is it because Anthony hasn't won a championship? He's so good, talented, like basketball. Anthony Davis is so he freakishly good. He's the best good. player ever. He, he's he not like he's Giannis's fulfilling? height. Yeah. He's long like Giannis, moves like Giannis, shoots better than Giannis, and knows the game better than Giannis. Because Giannis has only been playing better the, than Giannis. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't know. He's he's so with the craft, ball, I feel he's like. so crafty with his uh so Giannis is Westbrook on the fast break with he's, the ball. Do you you know what I mean? Like when yes. he gets a rebound, he's gone. Balls to the wall. AD is it can do that, but he doesn't do that. I think he did it more when he was with the Pelicans versus now when he's with LA, you have LeBron, so why not yeah. just do the the Kevin Love LeBron hookup where you're just Kicking it out to him, and then you run trailing, and then right, you got. Then he can also go down low and just the, have his way with people. The pick and roll LeBron James and and Anthony Davis were running this season was unguardable. Right. So how can you say Kawhi is just going to win the championship? Because they got PG thirteen. Oh, give me. Stop it. Okay, but stop. Well, PG thirteen was a LeBron killer in the in the LeBron East. killer. He never beat him. Shut up. He didn't. He broke his leg in the Olympics the year after Indiana with Roy Hibbert and crazy ass Lance Stevenson took him, not like take him, like beat him, but gave him a little bit of a run that year. Yeah, and okay. everybody was saying, "Look, Paul George is the man." So Paul, yeah, Paul George is just, I think, uh, one of those guys that was giving LeBron some issues and some trouble during uh, that time. For sure. So, so I think, yeah, this year, Clippers with those guys would have given LeBron and AD a, a chance. But going back to the the kind of the Shaq and uh, Hakeem debate, yeah. um, so Hakeem actually trails uh, Shaq and Carl Malone in career triple-doubles. Really? Yes. The Dream is third all time in career triple doubles. He has seven hundred and eighteen, trailing only Shaq. Triple and doubles? Cor- oh pfft. I'm an idiot. Double doubles. I apologize. Oh. Westbrook probably has that record. Probably. Whoever <laughs> I had, think yeah. yeah. <laughs> um he is so Hakeem is one is one of four players to achieve a quadruple double. Oh, that's so cool. So that list includes David Robinson, who we discussed, yeah. Alvin. Robertson, I don't okay. know who that is, I don't and either. Nate Thurman. I have Thur- heard that Thurmond. name. Um, but just like all around, you can't go wrong with choosing between Hakeem or or Shaq. Uh, you're just getting a ballet player versus a just like a, a force, like a hurricane or some type of natural disaster is going to wreck your whole city. Yeah, and and Hakeem's just going to dance his way through your city. And you're still gonna get like screwed over. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> but like on defense, both of them were just dominant. Yeah, that's some of the stats. They they are very comparable when it comes to rebounds and and things like that. Yeah. So, and they both were, I think, uh, defensive player of the year awards. I know Hakeem won two. Yeah, he and was he was voted nine time All NBA Defensive Team, so, which is if if Shaq would have worked. Oh my god! Two times harder than what he did. 
Dude, a lazy Shaq as number nine all time. Isn't that insane to you? If Shaq would have worked a little bit harder. What do you think his peak is? That's I was would he be a number one? Could he have been Jordan? That's how dominant he was. I feel like he could like, have definitely won more titles. hundred yeah. He could have won more titles. And I think he could have won a few more MVPs. He probably should have had at least one more from Steve Nash. Oh like yeah, when Nash Shaq's won first season for the, the Heat, I think. Yeah. Yep. Which apparently Shaq is still mad about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be. Yeah, Shaq with those Lakers teams though was just so dominant, and it it is a big what if. Like, what if he did mm-hmm. actually work out all the time? Yep. But I kind of like that Shaq is the way Shaq is. We well, get this personality. I mean, if he did, yes, go into Kobe Jordan mode all the time. TNT wouldn't be as awesome. Yeah, TNT wouldn't be as fun right, or so whatever you, the NBA they do. It's a give and take with Shaq. I mean, he is a one of one. So he created a he created a character. I mean, he was a rapper. He was doing some Shazam the movie. Dude, was I a saw genie. Shazam in theaters. <laughs> I probably did too. I don't remember if I did. But I'm sure so I did. Funny. <laughs> he was a rapping genie. Was he rapping too? <laughs> probably. I had a single Shaq Diesel. Dude, he has a like a gold record. I mean, Maybe even platinum. He so, has a freaking rap album. Supposedly, Shaq has not touched any of his NBA money. That's what? the rumor. He has not spent any of his NBA Whoa. money. He has lived off of his endorsement money and investments, and he has not touched his NBA. And remember he had those shoes that he sold in like oh Walmart so kids yeah, could afford them? Yeah. So he wasn't really making money off his shoes? I think he still has shoes out there. Really? Yeah, it's him hanging on the rim as his logo. Yeah. That's not a ripoff of the Jordan logo at all. He couldn't just come up with a better logo. I like never the bought them because they were at Walmart. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> that name brand crap yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have stuff on Marbers. No. <laughs> I think I like those. I fuck those shoes. Oh man. So I mean, at the end, at the end of the list between Shaq and Hakeem, I mean, I, I struggled. I think with those two, the the most, um, with my list. That's I, interesting. I would love to, uh, at some point, maybe we talk about who who's sitting on the outside and who has the best chance of coming into that top 10. Yeah, I think for we sure. could look at that. You know, Kawhi could be one of those people. You mentioned Durant, Curry. I'm sure there's a few more out there that are. Yeah, well, I wanted to bring that up later, so maybe hold that thought. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll maybe do that at the end of this. I love that. So, all right, well, does I mean, do you have any more thoughts on your top 10 or my top 10? Uh, Not not really. Nothing really stick sticks out to me where I just want to argue it because it's, Everybody on this list deserves to be on it. Yeah. I don't know if we're leaving it. Like, is Wilt, you think Wilt's offended because he's not on our list? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a big I fan think of Wilt. Wilt, uh, Wilt is amazing all time. He's definitely like, he. you could say he's like the first Shaq, like the first physical dominant player. He's playing a bunch of, a bunch of plumbers and electricians. <laughs> right. But I just, I can't. Individually, he's a incredible all time. I just can't put him in that top ten. Yeah, it's tough because he didn't. His one foe, he never got the better of really throughout his whole career. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm with you. Still top 
15 of all time. Which isn't bad. Just not top 10 to me. Would you take Durant over Wilt? Um, I this is, yeah, probably. I, to me, Durant is, he's like Wilt, but can shoot. <laughs> he's both I are mean, seven Durant foot. seriously might be the most gifted offensive player ever. You don't think, uh, James Harden is? I can't stand James Harden. I can't watch it. I know his game is, is breaking the rules and boundaries and he is, just don't like it. It's strategic. Like he's smart. He knows what he wants to do, which I can't and be KD mad at. He has won in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't care that it was with the Warriors. Been. He made them the best team of all time. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. I mean, when you are the best team and then you add the second best player in the league, yeah. I, I would hope you become <laughs> would hope you would win at a significant rate. I mean, if you do not, then You've done something terribly wrong, which is it's crazy to think about that it worked because I, I would honestly would want to know what the percentage is for teams creating, let's say, these big three. Yeah. Does it work out? Like, look at uh, the Knicks. Didn't they do it with Carmelo and they um, rush there. Stoudemire, Amari Stoudemire and. I think Jeremy Lin maybe was trying to become part of that pillar, but that's not really a well, big three at I that point. I would say the Knicks rushed their process in a way. they, they Not shocking. Have, well, right. I mean, same old, same old from the Knicks. But, yeah. I mean, Amari was – he played 40 good games for the Knicks before his knee went out. Yep. Carmelo, they rushed. Back. They could have gotten him for free. No, just to trade for him. He was a – Pending free agent with Denver. Okay. But the Knicks wanted him so bad that they gave up um, some pretty good players to get him when they could have just signed him in free agency Iman, next year. Iman Shumpert was on that team Gallinari out. Was Gallinari traded, was, was in yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a guy that could be a really good piece on a potential championship team. Gallinari so the Knicks, is a solid piece. And yeah. I think he's balling now for the Nuggets. Again, he's still playing. He's back with the, yeah. He's still playing. It's either with uh, it might be uh, OKC that he's playing. With. Oh, interesting. So if he's, you can shoot, you're going to stay in the league. And that's the thing. He's six seven six eight shooter, European right. shooter. Yeah. So he's got a job in the league. He's just been Gallinari's been prone prone to injuries over the past couple of years. Mm. So, but. Yeah, I don't know what we're thinking with the the big three now. Like, are, are these types of teams going to like limit the greatness of some of these players that are coming in a league because they're a part of a big three? It's kind of like Pippen being overshadowed by Jordan. I think, in a way, it's sort of watering down the league. Yeah, the good, the good yeah, teams are it down. really good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but small market teams of, are struggling. Yeah. So that's going to be a problem. That's why I kind of hope that Giannis just stays with Milwaukee. I want Giannis to stay because he he was so young coming into that city and that organization. Yeah, they really adopted him and like brought him into their own. And I think he appreciates that just knowing where Giannis comes from. Right. As far as his background and his mindset, he seems super humble, also very competitive, and it seems like he's loyal. He has like a, a loyalty about him sure. that I think he'll, it'll end up playing out. But dollar signs change anyone's mind. Like if Giannis gets thrown an insane contract, I don't care how loyal he is. He's going to think about that. 
Sure. I mean, the Bucks have the leverage in that case because they can offer more money in yeah. years. But yeah, hopefully they, they will. Keep them. I, I would love to see some of these smaller markets stay strong, like Ja Morant. I want Ja to bust oh, out man. and stay. I'm excited to watch Ja some more. Like, why can't we have Ja and Jaron Jackson? Like, well, throwing even you alleys. have uh, Zion in New Orleans now too. So another, yeah, exactly. I'm just hoping Zion doesn't come back and look like he should be a defensive end. <laughs> He was already getting big because of the injury, and now I don't. Well, he he played better than we both thought when he uh, when he actually. Made I was going to say he so. was a bust. Yeah, I was like ready to just call him a bust. I just don't know. I'm wor- really worried about his joints and ligaments. Who who knows? They'll probably take care of it. But I really hope so. Yeah, I mean, you have to when you weigh that much. Yeah, I'm a little worried that he's going to be a Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was very powerful, could dunk on anyone, jump out of the gym, but had a hard time controlling his weight. And when the lockout happened, I forgot what year. 99. Yeah, he gained like 50 pounds. Like, go well, look he at went Sean. to the Cavs. He got big. Yeah. He's eating good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy and biscuits. I mean, so Zion just needs to be careful, which – he, I'm sure he surrounded himself around and surrounded himself with enough people where yeah. he he's being held accountable for what he puts in his mouth and his performance, um, you know, in practice or working out or or whatever. Yeah, I think I'm worried about Zion's attitude more than anything. His attitude? Why? He's smiling too much, man. What like, do you come mean? on, man. This is basketball. It's who like you. You're losing, or you're gonna lose, and you're still just having a good time. Oh, it's you Jordan. Want him to have a killer instinct. Yeah, J- Jordan. Jordan would be like, "Well, there was that one scene in the dock where they lost that game. And he's just swinging the bat in the locker room. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's just one game, no big deal, right? Shouldn't feel bad. Shouldn't shouldn't be upset. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jordan is, is like cringing. Oh yeah. But if say Zion, I feel like Zion would be like, "I'm just out here having a good time." Glad I was able to get a couple of dunks in for the fans. Right. And, you know, it's all about this and all about that. But look, man, he's what, 20? Yes. So there's always perspective to things. It's yeah. just. I mean, I hope. I, I, I look agree at things. And I try to, like, maybe uh, put a trajectory together sure. of where they're going to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually 80 to 90% completely wrong. This is why I haven't <laughs> hit the lottery. This is why I don't know how to, like. So I don't win when I go to casinos. I I don't understand the book and statistics, but I just base mine off of just I, yeah, like I and the guy. And I don't. I just don't know about Zion. I had a lot of stock in him when he was at Duke, but now that he's gone from college to the pros, I think there's a level of maturity that needs to come. I don't know if I've seen that yet. I mean, I don't think you're off base. I, he definitely has all the tools. Oh, he's gifted. I just. <laughs> I mean, and I think you're. In this mindset, too, we do hope that he puts them together. I want to see him dominate. If anybody says they don't want to see Zion dominate, they don't like bat- they don't like the sport. They don't yeah. like the game. Exactly. Because this is this is a freak. This is this is a Giannis type player, and not Giannis as he's tall and a freak, but he's Giannis as in we've just never seen this. I've never seen a six he's six. Like a more athletic Charles Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. A hundred percent. A lot, a lot more. The gym. A lot. Yeah. A lot more athletic than yeah. Charles Barkley. And Charles but. was athletic. And Charles. Charles was kind of a, a. Charles was kind of a goofball too, though. Yeah, he was a hard ass. <laughs> he was. He was an asshole goofball. Yeah. He wasn't fun-loving goofball. 
if that makes like any sense. Oh, he sense. is more now, but... Well, yeah, yeah. now he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> now TNT. he doesn't give a shit about anything. He'll say what he wants. But that's just Chuck. Like, he, he's okay sure. with that. Um, but I think, I think like, the next go-round, we should, we should really look at these other people who are sitting on the outside and... And, and kind of predict when these people are going to jump the yeah, list. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, some follow-up questions to kind of go off what we've talked about, so um, I'm interested to kind of see your thoughts on uh, on these uh, things. Like, I got, we can close it out, but I just want to leave you with this thought. Like, what if LeBron wins two more championships? Does he become number one? See, lap, see, like, there's these quick like, answer. What no. ifs? Oh, really? But, okay. But I do okay. want to go more into LeBron uh, exactly. well, when we continue. So, so maybe hold that thought because um, we we deep dived in the yeah. in the Jordan kind of the past five yeah. episodes. So maybe we start looking into like LeBron and a few yeah, other players and just really try to understand all around perspective and our faults on each player. And it'd be really good for me to do this with like Bill and um kareem and even like larry and magic it wouldn't be bad for me to go back and just really compare yeah like the stats but what i need to do is just like write them out and maybe put them on an excel sheet and then really do a, a, a non-biased <laughs> okay list yeah right so that's that's kind of all i have for today how's everything been going with you it's been going good man yeah yeah just you feel like playing out. basketball that we're talking about basketball so much Honestly, I hadn't even really thought about it. I would love to take put some shots up, but I mean, uh, it's been so hundred percent. Well, I thought you got a call from uh, the Chicago Bulls last week. They wanted you to do a workout or something. Yeah, but we couldn't get the quarantine thing worked out. Ah, that makes sense. Were you gonna do it over Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Can't continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just know that in our list, it's Michael, Sean, and <laughs> LeBron James. That's all you need to know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well cool well i think we can wrap this conversation up and uh yeah we'll be back with a uh, part two of uh, some of our thoughts kind of jump off this so with the nba and and hopefully by then some sports stuff will start leaking back into society and we can pick up on some trending things yeah, for sure so cool well everybody leave yo porch light on for me